hey, you know what I believe? I believe every single person can make a difference and that we all have something amazing to offer the world. I believe in standing up for what matters and in putting one foot in front of the other. I believe courage is way more important than confidence and I'm addicted to seeing people break through what they once thought they couldn't. And that's why I started this podcast. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to know that anything's possible. I want you to find the courage to stand up and do your thing. Everything's waiting for you. You just have to believe it's possible. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where your courageous life starts. Hey guys, and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. And we are third weekend, 2021, and I have got the most amazing guest today. Now, it was a year ago, last summer, you will all remember that um, we had the most devastating bushfires, absolutely decimated so much of Australia and obliterated one billion animals. Um, What you'll also probably remember, if you have been listening to this from the start or if you've gone back and listened to the very first introduction episode of this, is that uh, the fires, uh, the one billion animals, the you know, the whole thing completely broke me and um, it's been the catalyst for doing this podcast because I felt helpless and I felt that doing this podcast is a way that um, I can inspire many, many people to get off the bench and actually make the world a better place. So this, um, the whole topic, you know, still brings me to tears and it's still very, very raw to me and very um, meaningful to me. So the other day I saw um, on Facebook on a, a Seven News story with a young girl, Michaela, in Queensland who is making, a, who, who decided to make a difference for the koalas. And I, I really, really desperately wanted to have her on this podcast because I, I want to show you that kids can um, make a massive difference difference and sometimes we are very quick to underestimate the strength of kids I'm not because I wrote the book Magnificent Kids you know and because I believe that kids can make a difference we just have to support them properly so I tracked down Michaela and we're going to have the pleasure of listening to her she is such a gem let me just tell you a little bit about her first so after seeing the absolutely horrific scenes of the badly injured wildlife during the bushfires in 2019, Michaela Van Haren was gutted and vowed then to save up as much pocket money as she could to help the koalas and all their animal friends. Saving incredibly hard all year and going without purchasing her favourite things, Michaela managed to raise $1,400.20. She also did her own fundraising with family and friends who had no problem donating to such a worthy cause, especially her eight-year-old brother. Even with the isolation of COVID and the devastating hailstorm that Michaela's family and house endured, her determination to save money to help the animals has never wavered. Michaela has always loved animals and cares for them dearly. She is adamant she will join her auntie in the veterinarian field when she graduates university. Wow. Welcome, Michaela. Hello. How are you? Good. That's good. I tell you what, you're a champ. I um, you're you're up in you're in Queensland, aren't you? Or are you in New South Wales? I'm in Queensland. In Queensland, is it sunny up there? Very sunny. 
<laughs> well, it's summer, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty cool down here. I'm in Victoria. Do you know where um, East Gippsland is? You know G- Gippsland? Yes. Yeah, and you probably heard about all the East Gippsland fires as well at the same time. That, But anyway, today it's very cool, so um, we're not, not too worried about fires at the moment. But listen, you have um, – I wanted to interview you because I saw you on the – on seven news and I couldn't believe it well I could believe it because I know how incredible kids are but I was so so taken by your story because you know you you wanted to help the koalas and help the other animals and you're just you're a shining bright light you are amazing and how old are you I'm 10 10 See, most kids that are 10 are out riding their bikes or playing on their, you know, PlayStation or, or watching Netflix or something, but you're out saving koalas. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. So yeah. I want to ask you about that. What, why, um, what have you done? So because I know about it because I saw it on the news, but my listeners don't know yet. What did you do to help save the koalas? Um, so when I saw the bushfires that were like... Um, on TV, I felt really kind of bad for the animals. So I wanted to raise some money to like help them. Um, I started off just like saving my pocket money and then um, some of my friend and family put in some money to help me. And um, then from then on, it just kept growing and growing. And that's how I got that um, generous amount of money to give to the koalas. Wow, that is fantastic. And when you said, I'm going to help the koalas, were people doubting you? Yeah, some of my friends at school doubted me. They said that I would never raise enough money to help all of the koalas that were injured in the bushfires. And then I came to school a couple of weeks later and I told them how much money I had raised and they were all just like speechless. They're like shocked that I had raised that much money. <laughs> That's fantastic. And how much did you raise? Um, $1,400.20. Oh, that's amazing. That's Gee, that's that would buy a lot of lollies and ice creams for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you didn't spend it on you, did you? No, I spent it on all the koalas. You're fantastic. And you know, it's, uh, you, you proved your friends wrong, didn't you? And it's, it's, um, amazing what we can do when we set our mind to doing something, isn't it? Yes. Very amazing. Mm. And all these people say that things are impossible, and I think it's good to prove to them that things are possible. What do you reckon? It's very nice to, like, have someone – it's not nice to have someone doubt you, but then when you, like, show them that you can actually do it, it's, it makes you feel good inside. I know. It really does. And it's and it's fair comment, you know, when they said to you'll never raise enough money to help all the koalas. And that because there's a lot, you know, in Australia, we you know as well as I do, one billion animals, you you know, were killed in the bushfires. And, you know, that's that's heartbreaking. And and that that costs millions and millions and millions, you know, to fix that problem if we can ever fix it. But you know, you, have you ever heard of Mother Teresa? No. Well, she was a she was like a woman who was a saint, and she she kept, she fed the homeless, and she did amazing, wonderful things for people. And you know what she said: if you can't feed a hundred, just feed one. And it's very true. It's kind of like what what you've done. If I can't help all of them, I'm at least going to help some of them. And helping yeah. some of them is so much better than helping none of them, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's what you did. You're you're amazing. You're amazing. Who was your biggest supporter? Probably mum. Yeah. What? How did she support you? She just um was like, oh come on, you can do it. And then whenever I felt like I wanted to give up, she'd be like, you remember what you're doing this for? You're doing this for your favorite animal to help keep them alive. That's beautiful. So um, how would you have given up if mum didn't keep helping you? Probably would have. But I don't reckon you would have, Michaela. I think you would have for a week and then in your heart you would have said, oh, all right, I've had a rest and now I have to keep going again. What do you think? Probably would have. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And who gave you the most money? My grandma and opa. Oh, that's fantastic. They must have believed in you. Yes. Yeah. And how much did they give you? Um, $420. Wow. That's fantastic. $420. Gee, you must have good grandparents. Yeah. I, I, I believe that your brother was a big supporter too. Yeah. Yeah. Is that him in the background saying, no? <laughs> <laughs> have you got pets? Uh, yes, I have Fish, cat and dog. And which one's your favourite? The fish. The fish, really? <laughs> so which, what's your favourite animal? Is it a koala or is it another animal? Um, my favourite animal is a koala, actually. Why is that? Well, I just love how fuzzy they are and how cute they are when they have, like, the babies attached to their backs. And then when they, like, climb up their little trees, it's, like, cute. They are cute, aren't they? They've got big teeth, though, haven't they? <laughs> and sharp claws. Have you ever heard a koala growl? Yes, it sounds like a pig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they don't sound so cute when they're growling, do they? <laughs> no. I tell you what, I love koalas too. And, and look at the T-shirt. I'm wearing this just for you. Can you see this? I stand up for animals. Can you see that? Yeah. Yes, I'm a big animal, big animal activist, and I think you know it's really important. I'll just I'll just tell you a quick story. It's um and why your story is so special to me. When um, I'm a very strong person, and you can probably tell that I've got a very strong personality, and you know not much not much bothers me. But um, when we had the fires, you know the same fires that you're talking about. This was at the start of you know um. At Christmas, New Year, you know, last last summer. Um, so I'm in Gippsland and we're very close to East Gippsland. So we had the fires down here, which would you know, took out, you know, like nearly a third of Victoria, though very big fires. And I was very, um, I felt a bit helpless. You know, I thought I don't know how to help because it's quite, it, it's really sad. And I saw people losing their um, farms and, you know, all sorts of, and all these people on holidays being loaded into um, Navy boats, you know, trying to save them, rescue them and everything else up at Malakuta. But it was really when I heard the news that one billion animals, you, you know, had died and all the koalas that couldn't get out and the kangaroos that were trapped and it's not just them you know it's the possums and it's the the lizards you know and all of the critters that we really need to keep our um, ecosystem going but in particular the koalas because I felt like they're so slow you know they just they just can't escape and and to be honest with you you know it's um uh, 
for an adult who's very strong, the, the bushfires actually broke my spirit. You know, the, the, the thinking about the koalas, you know, I think it broke me because I felt helpless. But when I see people like you, you know, doing these amazing things, I, it gives me a real, um, a real sense of hope. Do you know, it takes away the hopelessness. It, it makes me realize that there are so many good people out there, you know, trying to um, help, help animals and particularly the vulnerable ones. And, you know, the um, Port Macquarie Koala Sanctuary had a big uh, fundraising thing and they wanted to raise $25,000 but they raised nearly $2 million, you know, and it was so many Australians just said, oh, I, I can't stand that these koalas have been hurt so much. And so many people gave to that. So it shows you that, you know, Australians really, really care, you know, about the koalas and really want to save them. And so that's my story. And that's why your story really, really um resonated with me and I, I really felt drawn you know to to connect with you because I, I wanted to share that with you and I wanted you to share your story with my audience because I want people to see that doesn't matter how old you are you know if you've got a good heart you, you can make a difference you, you can and that's you. You're amazing. Now I want to ask you a couple of other things. Where did you uh, donate the money to? I donated it to Lone Pine Koala Sanctuary because, um, well, my auntie and uncle had, like, given us, like, a voucher for Christmas to, like, let us cuddle some koalas there. So I was like, while I'm cuddling the koalas, why don't I give um, them the money? Because it's, like, kind of the thing that has, like, the most koalas. Yeah, yeah. Are they in Queensland? Yeah. Yeah, and they're doing it. I saw them on the news yeah, speaking on the same news, the news story that you were on, and they, they look like they do a fabulous job there. So yes. that's wonderful. And did you get to meet so – you, so you got to meet some of the koalas that you're helping to save? Yes, I did. How did that feel? Um, really amazing. Like, Yeah. I don't know. It was just, like, nice to see that all of the – like hurt and injured animals or koalas I would I was like helping them it was just like yeah it does feel good doesn't it and and were you is your house near where there were any fires did you were you close to the fires not really no so how did you learn about all the tragedy um I mostly saw some on tv and some of my friends that were like close to the bushes yeah. and I felt like really sad because I didn't want them to get like um I didn't want them to like die because they couldn't get out fast enough mm. and they can't get out fast enough can they and some of the some of the bushfires you know surrounded came in a big circle around you know and they just couldn't get out so and so did you, you felt when you saw it on tv and you felt really sad was it then that you started thinking I need to do something yeah, well, um, I saw some of the fires and I was like, oh, and then when I saw like the bigger bushfires that were like just like coming and coming, I was like, I think I should do something to help. And did you know what that was? Not straight away. I had, I went to tell mum and she was like, she and me and her um, like planned out some ideas that we could do. And then I picked raising money. Oh, isn't that fantastic? 
Yeah. Good, good on you. That's and and that's sometimes sometimes that's just the best thing because they need you know different organisations just need the funds so that they can buy better equipment you know to to help and that sort of stuff and medicine and you know all the I don't know mm-hmm. bandages and all sorts of things that they need. So that that's that's wonderful. What happens is it's just that making that decision to help, isn't it? Because once you make that decision, you know everything starts to happen, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't as hard as you thought, was it? No, it wasn't. No, it's just you know people have a people have a lot of doubts, don't they? And, all, and people believe that I can't do anything. You know, I'm just one person. I can't make a difference. But that's not true, is it? It's not. No, not at all. Not at all. Now, I I do want to. Um, you know, just for a minute, give a bit of a shout out to Seven News because you know that's where I saw you and. Yeah. You, you know, the news is always bad. You know, there's always bad stories and it makes you feel terrible when you watch the news. And I reckon yeah. good on Seven News for doing a happy story, a good story, you know. And so I reckon they deserve a shout out for that. And the other thing I think they did fantastically is in the newsroom, um, it's and all of the people that work behind the scenes in the news, they're so busy because there's so much news happening and they don't get enough time to read emails but do you know what they they did I sent them an email to contact you and they sent they took the time out to read that email and send it on to you so I I got to give them a big clap for that because a lot of newsrooms are way too busy to do that so I um I think they've done they've done an amazing job now since being on the news have heaps of people contacted you a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> what are they saying? Um, mostly just people who want to donate. And there was this one guy, um, his name is Rod, and he is donating two paintings to me. Oh, good. Um, and my family have, like, thought we could do, like, an auction where, like, we're going to, like, sell the paintings and sell some, like, hampers and, like, get my family to, like, donate other stuff. So then, like, all the... Um, money that the people use in the auction will go to like well like I'll have that so I can give it to the koalas oh that's brilliant yeah that's fantastic you could start up a um you could start up a Facebook page Michaela's koala rescue or something and get people to start donating that's a good idea yeah I'm just putting ideas in your head aren't I yeah I probably shouldn't do that so so let's let's ask mum a couple of questions for a second how does that sound yeah Hi, Jen. How are you going? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. You must be so proud of Michaela's efforts. Yeah, super proud. It's, uh, there's really no word for it. Proud just doesn't do it justice. Yeah, yeah. She's, she must have a heart of gold. Oh, she does. Absolutely. <laughs> Animals first all the time? Absolutely. Yep. What has surprised you the most about all this? Um, probably after the donation, just complete strangers wanting to help out, um, asking how they can donate. Uh, They don't even know her, but they've obviously been so touched by the story that they just want to help. 
Yeah. And I think it's the, the, as I said about the news, you know, we're just inundated with such bad news all the time. And when you do see um, good news and particularly coming from a kid, you know, you know, you just, your heart melts like, and it's the, it's the kind of news that we need to see more often, you know, we need to see that. And I think people, there's also a, um, uh, you know, I think people are good, you know, mostly, to, you know, people are good. And when they see a kid doing something, they just think, oh, how can I, how can I, how can yeah. I help this kid become a great adult, you know, even though she's going to anyway, but now how can I play a part in this? So I think that's, that's wonderful. Is this some kind of giving and compassion, you know, something that you've really focused on in your home? Um, yeah, actually we, um, we have um, in pocket money, we have three jars and one of them is a give jar and yeah. um, that jar is specifically for buying presents for other people, um, donating, helping other people out. So I think maybe that's where it started from a little bit um, and she just ran with it. She's just <laughs> <laughs> taken to another level. That's fantastic, but that's beautiful. And I think that we, as as parents, underestimate that, that our kids are watching every move we're making, you know, and they're, they're taking in um, the information that we're putting in the environment. You know, they're really soaking it up. So uh, in, given your example, it really shows that if we give good examples, you know, and give good opportunities and just do the, put little things in our environment, the kids, you know, the kids will follow those things. So make them good. Mm. I think I think it's wonderful, and you, I also read that you're in the intro uh, that you're you had a hailstorm that you know made a bit of a mess of your house, and you know what what happened with that? Uh, yeah, that was the Halloween um, hailstorm that happened. Um, it was just a tiny little um, area in our suburb that just got hammered with hailstone, mm. like I'm talking softball size hail. Oh, wow. Just smashed through everything. Um, people's um, roofs fell in. Uh, wow. Mum and Dad, they were on the news actually. They don't even have a house anymore. <gasps> and and it's a similar story all around us. Um, people are living in houses with tarps and still have no electricity and, yeah, it's just. Wow. Yeah. Still have no electricity. Yeah. Wow, this is. What's this three, two months, three months ago? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Some of them have power points but not um, lights and fans and air con and, like, we've had 35-plus days here, so. Oh, wow, wow. And so your house was damaged as well? Yeah, uh, our house mm. was damaged. Um, we had water come in. Um, we're in a much better position than so many other people but, that hailstorm did a lot of mental damage. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Wow. And and I, th I think that's a really key point, isn't it? That, that, you know, once devastation passes through, it's so quick to forget. You know, we, we see devastation on the news and we think, oh, my God, those poor people, you know, and, and then next thing there's another news story, you know, and we forget and we sort of move on. But I think the thing that's underestimated is how much, um, you know, mental and emotional damage, you know, your devastation causes to 
people and particularly like in the fires I'm just focusing on East Gippsland because I'm near it you know but but it was everywhere and it's kind of like everybody started these big uh you know fundraisers and donating clothes and you know trying to rebuild their communities and then COVID hit and it was kind of like uh well what what people in the fires do you, you know it's kind of well I have to look after myself now and I think you know they're, they're they're still under so much mental strain you know and um yeah I think it's uh, I, I think that we don't realize how important our day-to-day luxuries are yeah. so you, you your mum and dad who lost their house are they the same grandparents that gave Michaela all the money yeah yeah uh, yeah <laughs> Wow. And that, you know, I noticed that that seems to happen. It's the good people that seem to take the hammering. And I, I know I'm just generalizing, but gee, it, it, you see that you see that so often. Well, yeah. I hope, I hope they, hope they um, recover from that. And Yeah, they will. Oh, I know they will, but gee, because they're good people, but gee, it's, it's, it's um, a cruel process. Now, what advice would you um give to parents who might be listening and thinking, say their kid says, I'm going to help somebody. What advice would you give to parents to help their kid? Um, just support all the way. Um, until the end, there really isn't much more you can do. Give them ideas. Um, Michaela started doing the cans. Uh, just finding ways of earning or getting extra money. Um, mm. Mostly just support. Thank Keep them going. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, as I said before we got on this interview, you know, I've written a book called Magnificent Kids and it's um, showcases 23, 23 kids from around the world, you know, that started world changing projects before the age of 18. And when I say world changing, you know, it's just uh, it, this is what Michaela is doing. You know, she's she's making a big difference. And I asked all the parents, you know, what what how do how do they talk to their kids? You know, what have they instilled in them? And it was very very clear that when parents believe in their kids and even if they think oh I don't know how I don't know how she's gonna do it they still stand there and say I support you that's when that's when the magic happens you know it's we they can do it without their parents support but it's it's hard you know and and it doesn't take much to say to your kid I believe in you yeah exactly right Mm -hmm. yeah oh I love it and I love what you've done and thank you for being such a wonderful parent thank you you know it's we need more of you in the world I can tell you thank you Jen now I'm going to ask Michaela this one big question Michaela now now this podcast is called get off the bench and by the way I'm going to send you a copy of magnificent kids all right because you you you're you're one of them you're just absolutely amazing now back to my question this podcast is called get off the bench and what it is is it's I, tr- I hope that people listening to it will be inspired to take action and believe that they can take action yeah. right? for whatever that is. Now, what advice would you give to other people, maybe even kids, who would like to help a cause but they don't know or they don't even do it because they're worried that they don't know where to start or that it might not work? What advice would you give to them? Well, I would mostly say, like, just start small, like, have, like, um, like, a goal so then when you reach it, you feel that you've accomplished something. And, like, maybe set a goal for, like, $50 and then 
every once in a while put some of your pocket money or some of your like birthday money or like treat money away and then like only um get like little like presents and stuff every once in a while so then like you're not spending too much and then once you hit that goal set another goal so then like you can keep working up your um goal ladder that's fantastic advice what goal did you set at the start um I think I set maybe 100 and then once I hit that I set 150 and then when I set that I just was like um telling all my friends and all my family and then they're like maybe you could go a little higher so I set my goal was 200 and then I got 203 dollars and then I told on my um family and they're like all right we'll put some money in now because you've reached maybe like um too high and we don't want you getting far further because they said at the start that they would match whatever I got (laughs) and we'll put in money because we don't want you going higher they were a bit scared that you might get 5,000 and they might have to put 5,000 in yes (laughs) but I love that when you set your goal did you think it would be hard or did you just did you think it would take a long time I thought it would be like hard because I usually like spend all of my pocket money once I get it. So it was kind of hard for me to put it away and not touch it. (laughs) Well, you're a kid. Of course it's hard, but you did it. How long did it take you to save uh, the $1,400 or to raise the $1,400? One year almost. One year. That's fantastic. Gee, you're persistent, aren't you? That means you you keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it so much. Now, um, people are probably going to listen to this and think, oh, I, I really want to help Michaela. You know, if she's going to keep helping koalas, I really want to help her. Maybe what we can do is if if you set up a, a, a Facebook page or anything like that, you, you can tell me about that, right? And I'll make sure I put it a, a link on, on this at some stage later and I'll tell people. Maybe in the meantime... What do you think we can do to get people to um, give money to the koalas? Mum might help there with that with that one. What do you got? What do both of you think? Um, maybe they could donate direct. Maybe they could donate direct to Lone Pine or otherwise they could contact me and, yep. yeah, we'll have to figure something out. We're still... Yeah. We're still setting up, aren't we? We've only just decided we're going to continue, so yeah, we'll um, we'll have to get our butts into gear. Hey, get your thinking caps on, yeah. hey? Yeah, but but that's fantastic because um, at least there's something that people can do because Lone Pine Koala Sanctuary is your choice, you know. So at least for now, people can. Um, would you feel good if people gave a little donation to, or even a big donation to Lone Pine? Koala Sanctuary, would you feel good about that? Yeah, I'd feel good. My main goal with this um, donating the money was to influence people to, like, give money to them. So I would feel really good if they did even this less, less tiny donation to Lone Pine. I'd still feel really good, like I've hit my goal. That's fantastic. Well, why don't we right now, let's encourage people to donate to Lone Pine Koala Sanctuary in, in Queensland and or to any koala sanctuary, really, because we just want koalas to be helped, don't we? 
Yes. That's the main thing. And what if um, if you're going to continue this and you're going to set up um, set up something, you know, set up a bank account or set up a donation go or a GoFundMe or, you know, if you're going to set up a Facebook page or whatever you're going to do, then you let me know down track. How does that sound? And then we'll promote it again. Does that sound good? I reckon that's good. And in the meantime, you know, um, if people want to be, I, I think that I would like to sort of protect your privacy a little bit, you know, so I think that if people wanted to get in touch, you know, they could easily send an email through me, which is info at getoffthebench.com.au. And then I can send that on to you and then mum can, mum can filter all that stuff. How does that sound? Yeah. That sounds pretty fair. Yep. Oh, good. Well, I'm very, I'm very honoured to have um, had this conversation with you. Um, you know, I want you to realise that you are, a, a, at the minute, I'm going to say little, but you're going to go into a big superstar. You are a superstar. You are very inspiring. You know, most of my listeners, I don't really have many kid listeners, but I have a lot of mums who listen to this show. And so I, I imagine that they're going to let their kids listen to this and, and show their kids this and, you know, inspire them to believe that they can because you did and lots of kids can. But it, it's what we need in this world is a lot more kindness and we need... Um, a lot more people putting their heart into what they do and, you know, extending love beyond themselves, you know, to make the world a better place. And that's what you're doing. I feel very special and very lucky to have this chat with you. And I I can't wait to see you as you grow up, you know, just, just do some beautiful things for the earth and for the animals and for other human beings. And I wish more people were like you. You're an absolute star. Thank you. <laughs> That's my pleasure. All right. Well, I'm going to let you get back to your day, but I am so, so thrilled to have spoken to you. I'm going to put, when I put this podcast out, I'll put some links in it, you know, to the sanctuaries and to um, to that, to your news clip on 7 News so that people can look at it and it's going to be a hit. So you take care. Thank you so much, Jen, for helping this uh, interview to happen. It was really marvellous. Oh, that's my pleasure. Thank you for having us. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. And thank you so much, Michaela. You're welcome. (laughs) All right, I'll catch up with you soon. Thank you. Okay, bye. See ya. Wow, guys. Wow. I, I know I say it at the end of every episode, wow, how was that? But seriously, wow. Like, you know, when I say get off the bench, you know, I'm not trying to make people go out and save the world because we can't save the world. You know, none of us can do that. But by gee, we can all do our one little thing in our one little patch of land to make a difference. And if we all do that little thing, if we all put in our piece of the puzzle, you know, life is going to be so much better. The planet is going to be so much better. People are going to be happier. You know, the animals are going to be have the freedoms that they deserve and they, they shouldn't be at the mercy. Animals shouldn't be at the mercy of us, you know, not taking care of the environment, not taking care of the planet, not taking care of each other and not taking care of them. Like this is, this is not humanity. Humanity is looking after each other. And what a, a job Michaela's doing. Like I love that she's, well, I just need to help and, and I don't know what I'm going to do but I just want to help do something and mum Jen so supportive and and it's uh, you know any mums listening to this if your kids have an idea don't doubt them like support 
taught them and it may not end up being as, as grand as they first thought or it might end up being twice as grand as they thought. But give them a go. Just give them a crack and support them. But, you know, Michaela didn't even know what she was going to do. Then she decided to raise money and started with $50. Next thing she got 200 And then her family, you know, uh, matched that. And But, you know, before too long, $1,400. And now that makes it for a kid that is massive and that makes a big difference to a koala sanctuary you know they're they're waiting on donations they've got all these animals and particularly you know like when the fires happen they were the the animal hospitals and the koala sanctuaries were inundated with with injured wildlife and you know let's not get to that tragedy again you know where where we're begging for money you're know, begging for help and these animals are suffering while we're while while we're trying to raise money let's let's get them up and running now like and support your kids support the animals to support man let's just get this thing going get off the bench and just make a better world and if you want to donate you can donate straight to the lone pine koala sanctuary the, the links in the show notes and as soon as Michaela gets something more set up you know like a Facebook page or something I'm going to tell you about it because the she rocks absolutely rocks and um i feel so so honored to have her as a guest on my show i i love all my guests but when you know there's just something something just special about a, a kid believing they can change the world because they absolutely can so anyway i know i'm ranting but by god this is worth ranting about this is so bloody fantastic and i'm so 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 happy that, that, that she's doing this so anyway guys um don't doubt yourself if a kid can do it just because she believes she can so can you you can do whatever it is you want to do just just get off the bench believe you can and do it anyway that's it um what a fantastic episode and i will again thank you so much for joining me because if it wasn't for you listening to me every single week we wouldn't be doing this you know even if i was talking to myself i'm still going to do it because it's just such a good thing to get that energy that that energy vibe out into the universe to make a difference so uh, that's why i do it all right i'm going to catch up with you next week and love you guys and i'll see you then see ya Hey, thanks for joining me. It really does mean the world to me. Now, if you or somebody you know is doing amazing things, make sure you send me an email to info at getoffthebench.com.au. That's info at getoffthebench.com.au. Otherwise, head on over to my website at kerenvaughan.com and tinker around there a bit and send me a message. Okay, catch you next week.